Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. In the last episode, I outlined some of the best strategies for using Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom. And today, we're continuing the conversation by talking about how to use Genie Plus at Epcot. If you're brand new to Genie Plus, you can go back and listen to episode 27, which is a beginner's guide to Genie Plus. That'll give you a general overview on what Genie Plus is and how it works. Currently at Epcot, you can use Genie Plus for most rides. The big exception is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which you can only currently ride by using Virtual Queue or by purchasing an individual Lightning Lane. If you don't want to have to pay separately for this, then you'll want to try to join the Virtual Queue as your first priority at 7 a.m. Ideally, if you're doing that as well as Genie Plus, then you'd have one person handling the Virtual Queue and another person handling the Genie Plus portion. Otherwise, by the time you're done with the virtual queue, you may be looking at later return times for your Genie Plus picks. If you miss your opportunity for the virtual queue at 7, there will be a second chance at 1 o'clock. When you use the virtual queue, you'll still have to wait in line, and the line can be a long one. If you aren't able to join the virtual queue, or if you just don't want to mess around with it or wait in line, then purchasing the individual lightning lane is your best bet. As I mentioned in the Magic Kingdom episode, there's no one way to best use Genie Plus. It's going to depend on your priorities and what attractions you are going to want to visit. There may also be situations where you don't need Genie Plus at all when you're visiting Epcot. If you're really just going to visit the World Showcase and eat and drink and shop, then it might not make sense for you. But for those of you who are planning on using it, we're going to talk about the general guidelines for how to use Genie Plus most strategically and which lightning lanes are going to book up first for Epcot. Epcot has 12 attractions that are part of Genie Plus, so not as many as Magic Kingdom. As I mentioned, ideally, you'll want to select your first lightning lane right at 7 a.m. or as close to that as possible. So what are the best rides to prioritize at Epcot? Again, these are not in order of best attractions overall, Just like in Magic Kingdom, some of my favorites are lower priority attractions when it comes to Genie Plus. The tier one attractions that are going to be top priority for booking lightning lanes are Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Frozen Ever After, and Test Track. These are the rides that are going to have the longest standby lines, so strategically, these will be the attractions to book first. Of course, if there are any rides that you're not going to be riding, you'll just skip them in your lineup. Usually, we are coming in through the International Gateway entrance from the Epcot Area Resorts in the Skyliner. We typically book Remy as our first lightning lane and ride Frozen during early entry. Then we book Test Track as our next lightning lane. Of course, as always, even if you have everything all planned out, there are factors at play that can throw a wrench in your plans. 
weather, ride closures, crowd levels, etc., might cause you to need to change your strategy a little. All right, so let's talk about tier two medium priority attractions. These are Soren, Spaceship Earth, and Mission Space. For me, I am putting Mission Space last because I do not ride Mission Space ever. When it comes to Spaceship Earth, wait times tend to be higher in the beginning of the day. I think since it's right in the front of the park and basically the first thing you see, a lot of people who are coming in through the main entrance just go here first, which is fine, but just probably not the most strategic move because you're gonna spend more time in line than you need to. But this is a solid choice for a lightning lane once you get those tier one attractions done. Overall, these are rides that usually will be low weights at least some portion of the day, but on busy days, the weights can get long enough to take a good chunk out of your park time. So having Genie Plus to minimize your wait time can be super helpful, especially if you're gonna to wanna to spend a good amount of time exploring the World Showcase and the park in general. And that brings us to tier three, which are the low priority attractions when it comes to Genie Plus. These are gonna be Turtle Truck with Crush, the Seas with Nemo and Friends, Journey into the Imagination with Figment, Living with the Land, and Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival. These attractions usually don't have a long wait, but on busy days they can get up there a bit. And it's nice to be able to roll right through a bunch of them with no wait at all. But you definitely don't need Genie Plus for these. So as you can see, the strategy at Epcot isn't quite as difficult as Magic Kingdom because there aren't as many different options. It's definitely still good to have a game plan going in though, because you don't want to waste your valuable lightning lanes on those low priority rides that you don't need it for. And if you're planning a Disney vacation and you want someone to walk you through the planning process step-by-step, step, you can book with me and I'll handle all the details. The best part is it won't cost you a penny extra. In fact, I can even help save you money by continuously monitoring for discounts and promotions to apply to your trip. I can take care of all your reservations, including dining, and you'll have access to me for any questions and advice through the entire process. You can contact me for a personalized quote, and we can start planning your dream trip together. Just click the link in the show notes. I hope this episode helped make Genie Plus a little less intimidating and help you see how you can create your own game plan for your time in Epcot. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one -on -one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning.